Okay, so to the point of the article. This article is part three of the three-part series written by Larry Romanoff. I read part one earlier. I don't know what the fuck happened to part two. Um, but we're, I wanted to read this one specifically because this is what really hit me hard. Because even before I knew this, and I knew GMOs were GMOs, but I didn't know this until I read this article. Genetically modified seeds conceived as a weapon. GM seeds and GM food carry great risks for all nations, so much so that for many reasons it is probably imperative that these foods be banned outright. This subject is too large to be discussed here, but one aspect requires brief notice. If we were to ask about the origin of GM seeds, how the idea was conceived and developed, who did the research and who provided the funding, how would we reply? We might reasonably suggest that perhaps the concept originated in the biology or agricultural department of some university, or that a government lab doing research on food supplies might have conceived and pursued the idea. Or we might suggest that a private company in the agricultural field was looking for more productive varieties of grains and stumbled across this process. We might suggest all of those answers, but in each case, we would be wrong. GM Seed was conceived, promoted, researched, and funded by the U.S. Department of Defense, the American War Department. GM Seed was never meant as a way to feed the hungry, but was instead conceived and developed as a weapon, or more precisely, a weapons delivery system. Genetically modified seed was never intended to support human life, but to eliminate it. GM Seed is neither more productive nor healthier than traditional heritage crops and is far more expensive and destructive. But it presents almost irresistible military advantages against any nation that becomes dependent on this source of food grains. One is that the U.S. can use it as a political weapon, refusing to supply seed to a disfavored nation, perhaps causing widespread famine and dislocation. This is all the shit that goes on. Right? While we go about and I do our what? Right? We live our lives as serfs. This is all the shit that they do with your tax dollars. Okay? Funding. They develop and create ways to destroy. The U.S. can use GM seeds as a political weapon. Yes. I'm going to read this again. GM seed is neither more productive nor healthier than traditional heritage crops and is far more expensive and destructive, but it presents an almost irresistible military advantage against any nation that becomes dependent on its source of food grains. Okay. One is that the U.S. can use it as a political weapon. The other is more sinister in that many groups have experimented with gene slicing technology inserted unrelated DNA into various seeds. It's amazing that they could do this. In one case in Canada, a government department discovered an antifreeze gene contained in the blood of fish living in Arctic waters, permitting them to survive in waters of sub-zero temperature. The scientists spliced this gene into Canadian wheat crops, permitting the wheat to withstand freezing temperatures without damage. Monsanto also forced these genes into tomatoes, 
resulting in the first GMO tomatoes. Now, I've read about the GMO tomatoes years ago, and I, after that, I was like, yo, I'm getting it. I don't even really eat tomatoes anymore, but I, I was very, very, very picky after that. And this may describe the this uh, antifreeze gene in wheat. That could be the reason why so many people are so gluten intolerant these days. It's just exploding. An American research lab spliced the genes from fireflies into tobacco plants, producing a tobacco field that glowed in the dark. These examples may be harmless, but others are much less so. The U.S. Defense Department has invested huge sums in research directed to splicing lethal genes into these GM crop seeds, including smallpox, bird and swine flu viruses, coronaviruses, the plague, AIDS, and more. They put AIDS in your seeds, people. Let's read this again. The U.S. Defense Department has invested huge sums of research directed to splicing lethal genes into GM crop seeds, including smallpox, bird and swine flu viruses, coronaviruses, the plague, AIDS, and more. As a military weapon, such science is priceless. Why begin a shooting war with Mon- when Monsanto or Cargill can sell rice, corn, and soybeans that contain smallpox, H5N1, or coronavirus? When the seed is harvested and passes into the nation's food supply, it could, within weeks, exterminate 50% or more of the population without firing a single shot. Rice, corn, and soybeans. Think about it. And this was precisely the reason GM seed was conceived and developed by the Americans. It is a weapon of war, designed and meant to deliver a nation's entire population a lethal virus or other disease to literally exterminate an enemy with no risk to the aggressor. Many scientists in U.S. military documents have demonstrated that seeds are far cheaper and much more effective than bombs in the search for military domination. One such military document I've discussed elsewhere stated the cost for death of an enemy population by nuclear conventional, and biological weapons, the latter being orders of magnitude less than the former. So they're basically saying it's cheaper to kill people with biological weapons than it is through bombs and nuclear. (laughs) It's cheaper for them, so... (laughs) Fucking ridiculous. In 2001, at the Epicyte Biolab in San Diego, the Epicyte Biolab in San Diego created a GM contraceptive corn. I mentioned this in my earlier podcast. Having discovered a rare class of human antibodies that attack sperm, their researchers isolated the genes that regulate the manufacture of these antibodies and inserted them into the corn plants. Why? Creating horticultural factories that make contraceptives. Shortly after the 2001 Epicyte press release, all discussion of the breakthrough vanished. The company was taken over by Biolex, and nothing more was heard in any media about the development of spermicidal corn. Epicyte, DuPont, and Syngenta had a joint venue to share and use this technology. The potential of spermicidal corn as a biological weapon is very high and reminisced about the use of forced sterilizations against indigenous people. Yeah, so in Mexico, they were a little concerned about this uh, contraceptive corn. Then there is the Doomsday Seed Vault in Svalbard. A new and serious cause for concern is the recently announced seed vault 
built on a piece of barren rock named Svalbard, which is owned by Norway, very remote near the North Pole and virtually inaccessible. According to press releases, this seed vault has a has dual blast-proof doors with motion sensors, sensors, two airlocks, and walls of steel-reinforced concrete, one meter thick. There are no full-time staff, but the vault's relative inaccessibility will facilitate monitoring any human activity. Who is monitoring this activity? The stated purpose is to store the entire world's heritage seeds so that crop diversity can be saved for the future. But that crop diversity is already saved in vaults all around the world. What do these people foresee that such a remote and secure facility would be developed? The promoters and financiers of this venture are the same people who control the world's GM seeds and who have been among the most outspoken proponents of drastically reducing the world's population. Here we go again. The Rockefeller and Gates Foundation, Sygenta, DuPont, Monsanto, and CGIAR. I have no idea who that is. These are the same people who are actively destroying crop diversity all over the planet. Why would they suddenly get religion and decide to save in Norway the same seeds that they are destroying everywhere else? Okay, so last paragraph. Some time ago. William Engdahl wrote an excellently researched article on this subject of the seed vault and arrived at the same conclusion that the vault was created as a storehouse for lethal biological pathogens, the DNA of which can be combined with GM seed and unleashed everywhere with the help of the same seed companies. No other use would explain the list of participants or the need for the remote location and virtually nuclear-proof security. Engdahl asked, is it a coincidence that these same organizations from Norway to the Rockefeller Foundation to the World Bank are also involved in this Svalbard seed project? Nah, it's not a coincidence at all. It's not a coincidence at all. They're conspiring. They've been conspiring for decades. Wake up, people. We were born into this world knowing what to do. Until they taught us how to poison ourselves, hate ourselves, and torture ourselves. Remember that. Be wise. Stay safe. <laughs>